Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sidelines with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mom. I'm Valerie. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And we are here to talk about sports. Yay! Yeah, it's been an exciting week. Um, exciting is, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Lots to talk about, lots to talk about. Uh, yes, lots to talk about. Um, usually at this point, I would apologize for if this just kind of turned into us venting, but I mean, our, our Grizzlies had a good week. Yes, they did. Titans. Good game good last week. night. Yeah. Good game Sunday. So I don't know if we even have much to vent about when it comes we to don't. Tennessee they teams. Act right. The wins are actually my highlights of the week. Yeah. Oh, well. Right on into the highlights and violation segment. So, your highlight of the, the Titans and the Grizzlies mm-hmm. getting wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Titans and the Grizzlies. They they looking they looking all right. Let's just put it that way. Now, I granted it was the Warriors and it was the Raiders, but they look it. good. They look good. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my highlight this week was, uh, of course, uh. John Morant's first game back after dealing with some back spasms, I believe, was against the Warriors uh, Monday night. And he, um, you know, came back. He was on fire. On fire. Scored 26. Mm-hmm. 26 points. So kind of picking things up right where he left off and hopefully, you know, he can yes. stay healthy and stay out there on the floor. Stay so, in the rookie of the year cunt race. Yes. Because, I mean, he's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Really, really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go right ahead and move on to the violations. Ma, what is your violation? Well, and I don't know much about it, but am I surprised? It's those doggone Patriots again on the other team. Allegedly, they were recording the Bengals. What? Yes. I hadn't heard this. Please tell me more. Okay. Allegedly, they were caught, even admitted, I think, that they were recording the Bengals. You know why they do such things. This is not the first time they've been caught spying of the other team. And, of course, the coach, Coach Bilicek, is denying he had any role in it. Um, I'm going to have to continue to watch this story. And what the outcome is going to be, I, you know, it didn't surprise me when I heard who it was, but apparently it's still newsworthy. And if it is true, that's a violation on all levels. Mm-hmm. So you hadn't heard about that? No, no. I got the article pulled up right now. And apparently they're saying they're accidentally, uh, how you film, film the sideline. I don't know how you accidentally okay, do that. Okay, there you go. But it looks like this uh, the camera crew was doing kind of like a, a, a like a web series, kind of like shooting footage for the web series. What so web guess, series? I guess the Patriots, the the team has a web series. It's, apparently it's called Do Your Job. But they had the crew shooting video for the web series, and I guess 
the crew accidentally oh it says the production crew which are independent contractors is not a part of the operations team it looks like they're the ones that accidentally claim they accidentally well accidentally filmed the Bengals sideline you don't accidentally do anything like that yeah I, I mean, if these people... If are, it's a web series, why are they... So they're saying they're not sharing it with the team? Well, it's not about... I don't think it's actually about the games. I think it's kind of like a, you know, rah-rah type video kind of stuff that you post for the fans of, like, on the sidelines and all that stuff. Um... Yeah, so, oh, okay, so I see here. So it looks like the crew was in town ahead of time. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah. It looks like it's under investigation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. I guess we'll keep our eye on that as this, as this, uh, continues to develop. Right. That's what I was saying. It just it just last night I heard it. Yeah. Let's see. Well, um my violation this week uh comes from the Houston Rockets. <laughs> um so for those who don't know, they played the Spurs last Wednesday and with seven minutes left and seven minutes and 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter, James Harden got a breakaway dunk, and it took a really – it went through the hoop and it took – had this weird backspin, so it went through the net, and the net curved under and flung the ball up, causing the ball to hit the back of the rim and bouncing off. So if you weren't paying attention in real time, it looked like uh, James Harden missed the dunk. But if you, you know, if you watch it – Closely, you see um, in real time also that the ball went through the hoop. So the officials didn't manage to figure out that the ball actually went through the hoop through replay. Um, And so they did not count the basket. At that point, uh, I think the the Rockets had a 13-point lead, lost the 13-point lead, and end up uh, going to overtime and losing, I believe. I think that's correct. So they are not protesting the fact that the officials, you know, they did, their protest got denied as of today, but they protested the fact that the officials didn't overturn the bucket and that they proposed that the league office overturns the bucket and just gives them a win no, 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 no. That's not how that works. You said they lost, right? They did lose. Yes. So what? That wasn't. They ended up. That wasn't. By, a, they ended up losing by one point in overtime. And they think it was because of that missed call. That's what they were saying. Anyway, so they either wanted to be awarded the win for making the bucket, and that would have put them one point ahead, or they wanted the NBA to let them replay the last seven minutes and fifty seconds. Of that game. Where are we doing this at? Exactly. It was ridiculous. But, so the, the, the official's office 
referee's office has, you know, come forward and say, hey, you know, we screwed that up. We missed the call. But you, y'all didn't challenge it. So, you know, they implemented the new challenge rule. Where right, right. If, if there's a call and you have 30 seconds to call for a challenge and the Rockets failed to do that. Well, I think now when I was watching this, I think it was so fast that nobody, re- they had to be slowed down for them to realize that the ball actually did go through. That right. came back up, but to me, that's the same thing as a ball rimming in and out. Right. Okay. You would you. you would hope right. you would hope they would the officials would go to the monitors, they would see the replays and get it right, but they didn't, and the Rockets did also do not challenge the call because what probably because because they, they still, didn't realize it. That's what I'm saying. It 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 was that fast. It was that no. quick. They probably didn't. No, they knew it. The ball went in. Once the officials went to the monitor and, you know, uh, vacated the basket, then they had the time to challenge the call. But they didn't do that because it was two points, and at that point, they still had eleven point lead. Right. Right. So I'm. I'm so that's why they didn't challenge. Well, that's it. why I guess I didn't pay attention to because I was like, what are they protesting? I mean. It's a bad call. It's gonna it's gonna be a bad call. You exactly. Know? But they implemented this whole challenge rule to to kind of combat the human error element when mm-hmm. it comes to officiating since you know the relationship between players and officials last year was so tense for mm-hmm. most of the year. So they implemented the challenge rule and then they didn't use the Rockets didn't utilize the challenge rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so on the coach. Right. So now the the, the office the official, not the office, the officials are saying, hey, yeah, we messed up, but y'all had the time and the chance to apply the challenge rule, and you didn't, so it is what it is. But, of course, um, Adam Silver made a decision today, and no, we're not, they're not getting awarded the game and the Rockets, and there will not be a replaying of the last good, good. seven minutes and 50 seconds. Good, good. I don't know where they're doing yeah. that at anyway. Why do you think they could even ask that? The fact that they they would even, hey, I got two solutions. Give us the win, or we can replay these eight minutes, of, mm-hmm. you know, in the middle of an 82-game season. Right. And we'll figure it out and, and right. logistics and get in the arena, all this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. So that was my violation for the week. Mm-hmm. Um Enough of that. We can get on to some good stuff. We'll jump right on into our headlines of the week segment. And we'll start with our rundown of week 14, right? Week week 14. Week 14. In the NFL. And are we, we going to start with the Titans? We absolutely are. Okay. Starting with the Titans. Okay. So the Titans got a win over the Oakland Raiders, 42-21. to 21. Wonderful, 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 wonderful game. Yeah, our offense looked really, really – I think that's the best our, our offense looked since the first game of the season. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, so, Tannehill so. did have three touchdowns, mm-hmm. a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Took a hit and kept got back up. He did, and then made quite the tackle. Mm-hmm. Oh, well <laughs> – <laughs> At least I know he could tackle. <laughs> Made quite the tackle. Mm. And Derrick Henry played well. I mean, 103 yards and mm-hmm. two touchdowns. A.J. Brown 
Yes. Big game for him. Yes, yes. So the the offense definitely looks great, and I and I think at this point, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to start rooting for Tannehill. It's it's played well enough the past four weeks. Seems like he's getting in a groove, and we just gonna have to ride this out. We're gonna have to ride it out. What else we gonna do? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I guess I, I don't have a choice. Right. We got Tannehill or we were losing games. Right. Yeah. So I think that, well, I guess what my next thought would be is coming up in this next season, are we going to, are the Titans yeah. going to be fooled into into signing him to, you know, an extension and give out all this money? Well, the Titans don't give out all this money now. They, yeah, they don't. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, give him an extension and offer the pass, you know, back half of the season. Are we going to take the, the back end of the season and ignore the first seven years of his career and give him some extension and go with him going forward? Well, I'm in his defense. He was decent where he was at. I don't think he had, uh, I don't think yeah. he had a good team surrounding him, but that's just me. He didn't help either. I'm just saying there was a reason why he was the backup. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do either. It's going to be interesting. I know that much. I'll yeah. probably be mad. Probably. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully we can ride out this hot streak at least until a playoff first because as of right now, we're looking... We're not making. We're not making it. We are not going to be there in the playoffs at this point. Hold on, hold on, there. Yeah, we're we're looking right outside. Hold on. Right outside the playoffs. You saying we're not even in the hunt? We're in the hunt. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to win out. Okay, we're in the hunt. Okay. Yeah, we're in the hunt. Oh, shucky ducky, along with the Colts. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. We we play the Texans two more times. We're gonna have to win both of those. And who are we do we have the Browns next week? Yeah, I think we got the Browns next week. We did. Oh, and then after that, it's the Saints. Oh no, we got the Texans, then the Saints, and mm-hmm. so we got three. We got three tough games coming up, and mm-hmm. if we can't, if we can't get a win, we might be sitting, sitting outside the playoffs, or at least two of those three. Mm. Yeah, because the Texans would have to lose. Yeah, so hopefully we can. We can squeeze in there. But we'll have to keep... Tannehill's going to have to keep playing the way he's been playing. Derrick Henry, who, I, for some reason, took me forever to realize this. He's in a contract here. So no wonder he's showing all this productivity and, and playing extremely well. So hopefully these guys will, will keep it up. Mm-hmm. How do you think we'll fare against the, the Texans next? next uh, well, this... This weekend, the Texans have a pretty good defense. Let's see. 
we'll see. I thought like uh, once he gets an opening, he's gone. So I'm okay. He just got to get that opening. Yeah. So I think putting pressure on the quarterback, putting pressure on Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. is going to be key. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can make. Hopefully we can make it happen. We'll see that. Um. Speaking of making things happen, next we have uh, the 49ers who beat the Saints in a high-scoring game. That was a good game. Yeah, definitely uh, the game of the week, the most exciting game. It really was. This past week. It really was. Um, it was a good game. That's all I can say. The best. I'm not. I don't want to say the best man or the best team won, but I think. Your quarterback made a statement in this game. Your quarterback? Your quarterback. I, I agree. I agree. He uh, did make a statement. Okay. He, I don't know about a statement, but he definitely had the best game of his career. Okay. And if if there's any time to have the best game of your career, it would be now. Okay. Um, well, know. I think he did. So, I I was I was definitely – I was definitely surprised to see such a high-scoring game. Now that was that was a surprise because the 49ers defense is really, really, really good. So uh, it's great that Jimmy G had a great game, but your defense at the same time gave up 46 points. Right. So, I mean, you would like to have your quarterback show up and your defense show up. On the I same think that time. was the most points they've given up over the year. What haven't? This season so far. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. I still have the Seahawks over the 49ers, but, you know, we don't have to go there. Okay, we won't. (laughs) All right. But where we will go is on over to Baltimore because the Ravens beat the Bills 24-17. This was also another big, big game this week because we – Wanted to see what the bills were exactly and, and to me, like I said, I've been sleeping on the bills. This was the Ravens, but I liked what I saw, so that was a good game. Yeah, that. yeah. I think I think the the Bills' defense definitely like it. It proved itself because um, they held Lamar Jackson to. Three touchdowns, like he didn't, his rushing game wasn't still, you know, wasn't as top-notch as it usually is. Mm-hmm. And to hold Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to 24 points, I mean, that's a, like your defense should be confident about that. I just think at this point, they wish they had a better quarterback. Okay. I I, I, I would agree with you on that. <laughs> but I, I think... I think the Bills showed a lot, even in a loss. Like, man, right. you know, mm-hmm. there's no moral victories around here, but that was a it was a good loss. Right, good loss. I think a lot a lot to build from and a, and a lot to take going forward. It was a good another good game. That's how that was another good game. Yeah. And next, uh, we have the what was the biggest surprise for me when I saw the final score the next day. Um, the Bears beat the Cowboys on Thursday night, thirty-one to twenty-four. I don't know. I just do not know what's going on with America's team. America, what's going on with your team? 
You know what? I stopped watching that game. And I kept, you know, going back and forth, back and forth. Because I was literally like, really? But that just, you know. America, what's going on with your team? Does the man still have a job? As of right now, I haven't heard anything about him getting fired. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, the Cowboys dropped to six and seven and still are first in the NFC East. <laughs> Not that part. I so did they're see. Still a play, so mm-hmm. they're still a playoff team. Now I did and see that. I was tickled because uh, I saw that mm-hmm. last night when I was going back and forth between uh, who played last night. The Eagles and um, the Giants. Yes, Eli's return to the game. Yeah, so I don't like it's. I'm sure people are glad they're still in the playoff hunt, but there's no way that you. They're not gonna get past the be first feel, round. Be feeling good. Yeah, there's no way for you to be feeling good. To go into, because let's see, go into the playoffs with right. potentially a losing losing record. Right. They still have to play the Rams this week, then the Eagles, and then the Redskins. And I feel like only the Redskins, well, I can't even say the Redskins would be a guaranteed win because they should have beat the Bears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so to go into, I, I would they be like the first team to go into the playoffs with? A losing record. Wait, that's going to, we're going to have to do some research on that. We're going to have to do some research. Let's see here. Yeah. So you, you search for that tidbit and we'll, we'll go ahead and move on to the next, to the next game. Um, next up, we got the Chiefs beating the Patriots 23-16. Loved it. Yeah. I I I don't know how the Chiefs feel about it, but I think that's a pretty big win. That was a big win. Loved it. For for the Chiefs compared to, you know, the last time. And I'm glad my home is okay. It turns out he's gonna yeah. be okay. Yeah. Um I think in the the last time the Chiefs and the Patriots played was in the playoffs last year and that game didn't go so well for the Chiefs. Well. So that's okay. Everybody has their day. And the other day, it was the Chiefs. Yes. They look good. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. And then for them to kind of, I know they they got off to quite the start, and then things got a little rocky with Mahomes being out, but I think they're back to kind of hitting their stride, mm-hmm. heading into the postseason, which is the perfect time to go on the roll. Um, I think for me, the only question after after you know seeing this game is, is it time for us to like stop blaming stop blaming everybody around Tom Brady? It's okay for us to start like looking at him as the source of the Patriots' offensive troubles. Like when are we there yet? Are we still being you know uber respectful and and not blaming Tom Brady? Where are we at, Mom? Where are we at? Probably 50-50 because I think he 
threw a couple of interceptions the other day, so. Yeah, I mean, he's not, he has not played. Tom Brady has not been good this year. Well, I'm not going to say not good. He just hasn't been, what's the word I want to use? Not great. I don't think he's been precise. And yeah, and that's fair to say because at that because now we're starting to look at Tom Brady and not so much. I mean, going so far up until this point, we had always kind of the thought had kind of been, well, he doesn't have Gronk out there and receivers aren't getting open. But I think the, as the season's gone on, like we we've, we've seen a bit of a decline. Yeah, I don't think I guess that's the best way I want to describe it. it, it precise, the precision isn't there anymore um, compared to. Excuse me. The precision isn't there anymore, and I don't know why. Yeah, you know, Father Time is Father Time is starting to show, and that's okay. Yeah, everybody can. I mean, be (laughs) okay. I'm just saying, football. I just don't want anybody, and I can't believe I'm saying this. You know, Peyton Manning had to quit because he was hurt. You don't want you don't want to see and somebody he, he continue to play. He wasn't good. Oh goodness! Okay. This, towards the end, let's let's. I feel like okay. that's okay to say. And then you, uh, you know, what's his face? Brett Favre retiring and coming back. Retiring and coming back. He, Go out and to pick your game. Let me just say it that way. <laughs> yeah, I, it's easy, easier said than done. Because of course, I mean, I think people can be realistic, realistic about when they reach their right. peak and they're starting to. But or then, at least, and you know, I give them at the same time. You give them their props too because they did play well past what I guess they were you know, the average age of an NFL player, but that's good too. Yeah. I just think athletes, like, they need to have that kind of, that that moment where they realize, oh, okay. Yeah, I need to go sit down somewhere. Because, I mean, trying to move on is giving up such a large part of your identity. So, unless you have a moment where it's clear to you and you know you ain't got no business being out there, mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody tries to stay out there as long as yeah, they can. Yeah, But, I mean, you know, but it is what it is. I think this may be the whole team. And, de- and depending on the outcome of this investigation, I Yeah. I just I'm gonna say this. I just don't understand why that organization, let me just put organization, feels the need to spy like they do. I I I don't know, but a long time ago I heard that if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so and they, <laughs> And they're, you know, uh, what's his face? Oh, Lord, I forgot his name. I watch him in the mornings. Apparently a player, and it might have been for 
San Francisco came from the Ravens. And refused to uh-huh. not say mm-hmm. anything about mm-hmm. the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Man, that ain't that ain't ain't no that ain't no honor, sir. We trying to win a game. Mm-hmm. We're so I remember that was a big to do a couple of weeks ago. So and I don't know how that information got out to the media. So to speak. he shared he shared it. Somebody asked him about it, and he was like, "Oh no, I'm not. You know, I'm not about to go back and give the." He said he wasn't. Basically, said he wasn't gonna tell anything about his former team. Okay, which so, I was okay with. I'm pretty sure they do it every day, but you asked Sir, him we're trying to the question. Win. We are trying to win a game. And plus, even if, even if you don't want to sit here and share with, with your current team, like, what's going to happen when the game starts? you just going to go out there and not, like, You know this play, play is coming, and you tell your team, hey, this is what they get ready to do, in the huddle. It's the same thing. Not even that. Not even that, but if, if you know the other team's personnel because you used to be on said team, are you just going to go out there and pretend like you don't know what the right. what they're going to do? Right, right. I just, that, I, there was nothing honorable about that, dog. We trying, to, we trying to win a game. But anyway, I think we got off top. <laughs> we did, we did. But they did. I'm sorry, Erica, you know your mama just in the audience, those who are listening, please forgive me. But things come and go, and I have to say it when I think about it. I forgot that my violation was the protest against Michael Vick being inducted. It's awful. Wait, people are protesting yes, being inducted yes, to the Hall of Fame? Yes, yes. Oh. My man, when he did the time, and the, He did the time. And all I'm going to say, he did the time. When do we, first of all, when do you forgive? That's all. He did the time. But he when do it. we forgive? We, as a people, we, well, now I'm not going to say me, because it is what it is, but in general, forgiveness. That's all I'm going to have to say on that. Now, if you can go on, what's next? Alright, next, um, last in the, in the roundup is uh, the Rams beat beat the Seahawks, twenty eight to twelve. What was wrong with your Seahawks? I don't know what was wrong. They the execution, they just weren't able to. Do and it was the Rams. Coach said, Coach said they weren't able to do what they wanted to do. It was the Rams. Yeah, and all of a sudden the Rams got their act together. I don't. The Rams up until last, you know, this past Sunday. I didn't even watch was, the game because I knew the Seahawks had that. I didn't either because I knew the Seahawks would win because of what we seen from the Rams the past couple okay. weeks. So when I saw that they lost, I was like, "What?" But you know, it's okay. We'll bounce back. Okay. Seahawks will bounce back. Russell will bounce back. Okay. And they'll, they'll be okay. You don't have that much to yeah. say, and then we were surprised by the loss. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy about mm-hmm. it. All right. And on that note, that wraps up the roundup for week 14. Okay. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll mosey on over to college football. The final college football playoff standings came out this mm-hmm. week. And we have 
Number one, LSU. Mm-hmm. Two, the Ohio State University. Let me not mess that mm-hmm. up. Three, Clemson. And four, the Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Now, over the years, I'm just going to be honest, I've had a problem with how they do this. Yes. Because it seems to me that it changes when the wind changes, when the wind blows. Yeah, um, I think they're, I think a 14 playoff is too little. I think the 18 would be, I think an 18 playoff is what the NCAA needs. And I don't know why they're so hesitant to go to it. Well, as somebody for them told to make so much more money. I don't play football. <laughs> Football is not like basketball, baseball, or any other sport. And I was like, okay, I get that, but the NFL has the 18 playoff. I can't college football. I don't. That's a good point. I'll bring that up to the person who said that to me. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's fair to. I think it would be best to get an eight, an eight game, an eight game playoff because then now you have. I think that opens up opens up the opportunity for these really good schools who get pinged for having a weak schedule. Yes, that that I think that's my primary issue because you know how I feel about college sports is anybody's game on any given day, right? Uh, But the that one criteria, I mean, who am I or who are you to say that was a weak schedule? Well, I'm sure they have a committee. Well, I know they very do, but I mean. Very qualified. Oh, it, it, it just yeah. bothers me. I mean, a win is a win. And I know this is a big argument that the Oh, what's the term? The little schools. Yeah, the smaller right. schools. Right. I mean, like the ACC. Well, the conferences, the ACC. Yeah, some of them don't even have a chance to right. even compete right. for a national right. championship right. because of this. Because they're, right. I think that's the thing. Well, with Clemson, I think they're not because of the conference that they're in that they didn't play really good teams. That's what they were saying. But you know, they still have a chance at. Competing for a national championship. Um, and, and, so, and, and like I said to somebody, I said, and Clemson has proven the point that these that the conferences such as the ACC can compete on the so-called elite level. I mean, Clemson I so beat well. yeah. Alabama last year. Yeah. So. They obviously can compete. Right. Yeah, so let's see. So I think I think Clemson is right where they should be, um, based on this system they have now. Three, I mean, they're really well, does, does the, LSU bother you being number one? No, it doesn't. No, because I think LSU had the toughest schedule out of out of the four teams, out of the other three teams in the playoffs. Okay, and. I don't know. I haven't seen much of Ohio State this year. 
They they always um, good. They always good, but they also lost to somebody they weren't supposed to lose to. That was one of their losses. Yeah. yeah. I want to say it was so Penn State. Because okay. I watched the game. Don't I want to say it was Penn State. Don't quote. Okay. Um, so let's take a look at the matchup. So on December 28th, we have uh, LSU versus Oklahoma in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl here in Atlanta. And um, I think that's also I think that's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be for me yeah. hard. Mm. I think it'll be a good a good game. That's probably the one I'm looking forward to more so than that 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 than Ohio State and Clemson. I'm that's gonna be a hard game for me to pick who's gonna win. It could it could go either way. I mean, either team will win. To be honest. Yeah, I think. I think who has the edge? Well, that's a yeah. I think they match up really well. Right. So I I, I don't even know if anybody. I, I want to say LSU has the edge. I want to say LSU has the edge. We'll see. We'll see. So yeah, LSU and Oklahoma in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, and then. The Ohio State University versus Clemson. I hope Clemson beats them. <laughs> I just hope Clemson beats them. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh boy, we'll have some friends of ours. <laughs> okay, I hope <laughs> Clemson beats them. Yeah, and so probably the only other bowl game I'll be watching this year. Also happens on the twenty eighth because your boys, Memphis, Memphis University of Memphis, Memphis State not Tigers, State, not Memphis State, Memphis State, your University <laughs> of Memphis Tigers will be playing Penn State in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic on the twenty eighth as well. Memphis State's gonna win the game. I hope so. They need to. They need to. You have something to be proud of. We're going to win. We're going to win. All Penn right. State got some weaknesses. I agree. I just think it's a big time game for me. It is. It is. It is. Be a big 10? Big 12? It is. I can't remember the name. We can be one of these big 10, big 12 teams. Yeah. That would definitely put Memphis football on the Amen. Back. Every year they've been getting better and better. So, yeah, I'll be Yes, I'll be but the coach is going to Florida State. Oh wow! Did not know that. Yes. Well, guys, this might be, this might be the beat. <laughs> Cause I don't know who they got I don't here. know who they're gonna hire either. But the coach is going to Florida State. Wow. wow. Right. Loyalty just does not matter anymore. Uh-uh. Every time we get get rolling, the coaches leave. I don't understand. Memphis is such a nice place to live. Well, I didn't say that. Memphis is a nice place to live, guys. Especially if you're a superstar. (laughs) In, you know, for the University of Memphis. (laughs) Okay. Whether you're a player or the coach. Mm -hmm. Isn't that where Dak Prescott played? I think it. 
No, he was at Texas A and M. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Or Mississippi State. One okay. Of okay. White schools. Erica, you can't say that. Yeah, Mississippi State. You can't say maroon that. and white. What? They're both maroon and white. That's politically incorrect. The uniforms aren't you maroon and white. You are silly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Erica, move on. Move on. <laughs> That's why you confused me. I was like, the uniforms are running white for both of those schools. Move on. Move on. What's next? I honestly was talking about the colors of the uniforms. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, on that note, let's move right along over to the NBA. Okay. Um, just, you know, NBA is chugging along now. We're about a quarter of the way in. Um, lot, but there's just three things that I wanted to talk about okay. this week. Um, the Knicks fired. Yes. Coach yes. Yes, I think that was the collective response from everybody. Like, good for him. You think so? Yes, I think that's great for for Coach Fitzdale, because he ain't got to be in New York anymore. I don't think I, but I don't think he's. Oh, coach. that's what I'm saying. This is his first year, wasn't it? Second. This was the start of the okay. second year. Okay. With the, as a head coach with the the Knicks, but I don't I don't think Fitzdale was a problem. I think it's the the roster they put together. And then the fact that they thought they was just shoe-ins to get uh, Kevin and Kyrie. <laughs> like, the front the front office absolutely bombed on that. And then they put together this crazy team. Janky, ros- janky mm-hmm. roster. And now they want to, you know. Fight a coach, right. This man was a cool dude. I think he all right. They didn't have to fight. I didn't think so. I mean, granted, they were off to a tough start. But I, I uh, let me rephrase that. They were off to a horrible start. But I'm not gonna put all that on David Fitzgerald. Nope. nope. We they trade they traded away the best player in Porzingis. <laughs> and then they whiffed in free agency this summer. It is with like I, you like in. me. You don't need to go to the coaches of the player. You need to go to the central. Yeah, mm-hmm. the front office and ownership. But so. I, you know, I was I know the fans are waiting, and it's been some years since they have. So some nice. years. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah, it's say. been some years since they they really had a team that was winning. I know the fans are upset. Maybe they should take a lesson from me and you, and just you know go game by game. It's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. Hopefully. But that's what that's what the the Knicks have been telling us for twenty years now. I can never I can't remember. Okay, no, in not life. in your lifetime, Erica. No, you absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> Other than one year, and then we had peak mellow, and they didn't make it out the first round okay. of the playoffs. So, not in your lifetime, you wouldn't know the Knicks. <laughs> so. Right. I would say. That's, that's a 
So I understand the fan base being very, you know, mm-hmm. anti. But I don't think I don't think their issue is David Fitzgerald. I think their issue is the office, the 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 roster, and the front office that put together that roster. Well, if, well, didn't they have to have some input from the coach? Yes, but then at the end of the day, the coach is not the ones that makes the decision. It's the general manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unless the unless as the head coach, you're also head of basketball operations, in which you are making mm-hmm. decisions on who about who's on the roster. But that's not the the setup they had. Okay. They had in New York. Okay. Um. But you know, good for you, Coach Fisdale. You don't have to stress being a head yeah, coach of that that's team. Right. They they're still gonna pay you for the rest of the contract, <laughs> or at least whatever the buyout portion was. So go sit down and enjoy the time off. Yeah, and we'll we'll see if it's so with another team yeah. soon. If not next season, if not before this season's end, I wouldn't be surprised unless there's a rule against how quickly you can get another job. It might be. Um. But well. Who? Okay, I'm not going to even go there. Okay, so that was kind of a violation, too. Okay. Yeah. But I'm happy for him. Coach Fisdale, man. Um, let's see. Your, your Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> are up to, uh, up to 15, 15 game, games now in their, in the win, in their winning mm-hmm. streak. Um, your boy Giannis is averaging 30.9 points. Thirteen and a half rebounds and five and a half assists. Okay, I'm cool with that. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. They they are playing they are playing well and and blowing teams out. The uh, what was it the other day over the weekend they blew out your Clippers. With Paul George and Kawhi out on the floor on Giannis's twenty fifth birthday. Okay, that was a difficult game because I can't. Well, you're supposed to be the Clippers. I am the Clippers, but I defensive stopper. But I could not. I could not figure out. They were just off. That's all I'm gonna say. They were just off. I couldn't figure out what they were doing. They were just off. And Giannis so, yeah. was on. Yeah. Yeah. So Giannis been playing great. I think they maybe the last game they had against the Pistons, they got finally got um Chris Middleton back in the lineup. He's been out for injuries. So once everybody kinda of gets in a groove and adding Chris back to the mix, I I don't see how I don't see why this streak couldn't go, you know, for much longer. I don't either. Yeah, the way Giannis is playing, I mean, he's playing like a man on a mission. Chip he on does have a chip on his shoulder. And I would after last, you know, the playoffs. I would. Yeah. So. So you didn't have high hopes for say, him, but I told you. No, 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 what? That's not true. That's okay. not true. I just wanted him to start shooting more jump shots. That's it. That's okay. all I want. 
in which he's doing this year. So I'm as of right now, Giannis is my MVP. So and not uh uh Harden. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it, no, no. your Anthony Davis and Jimmy Butler were named the NBA Players of the Week. Yeah, Anthony Davis is definitely in close. It's a close race between Giannis, Anthony Davis, and LeBron for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, while we're still talking about Giannis, um, of course he he has an impending free agency coming oh, up. Don't tell me we got to start this crap again. All I'm gonna ask is how 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 much better do the pieces around Giannis and how much further would they have to go in order to keep like is it is it NBA finals or bust? What do you think? Or do you think Giannis will regardless will stay? I think he'll stay. And then he'll turn around and jump ship. <laughs> I think he's okay where he's at. I think it depends on how the season goes. Yeah, but you... Like, if they end up losing in the same fashion in the playoffs as they did last year in the conference final, or if they don't even make it to the conference finals, and he balls out, but there's no, you know, surrounding pieces, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't stay. And, and I think that's fair. If you stay out your full contract and you play to your best potential, but the organization couldn't figure out, you know, what was the right fit, I think you're allowed to go somewhere else. Okay. Okay. But I also kind of get the feeling Giannis kind of likes where he is. That's what I'm saying. I kind of get the feeling he likes where he is. Yeah. He's not the most friendliest NBA player, you know, not kicking in and hanging out with other guys working out with other guys in, in the league. and I just don't see where he would, I mean, wherever he ends up, even if it's back in Milwaukee, whoever he ends up playing for next season would be in good shape, regardless. I just, this this free agency thing is getting ready to, it's going to have me back and forth when I won't know who's who and where they went. <laughs> That's the best ah. part. <coughs> That's the best part, and I'm I'm glad you brought up the the craziness of mm-hmm. free agency this past mm-hmm. summer, because that leads me to the last thing that I want to talk about. So, on December fifteenth, the restrictions for all like free agent signings will have be will have been will be lifted, which now allows for the trade market to just boom because I think. It's been five months without a trade It's in the NBA, which is apparently like a record mm-hmm. um, for a length of time without a trade going on before the trade deadline. And most of it was because we had all these free agents, you know, players switching teams and signing new contracts. So a certain amount of time had to go by, go by before those players could be moved to a different team. So now December 15th come, December 15th will come. And 
the NBA trade market will, will get to jump. All right, they're just going to have me confused again. Who, who, where, <laughs> where, what, what? Yeah. So I, I do have a couple follow-up questions based on that. I think I have a little fun with this, but pick your, your two title favorites. Well, I already know your two title favorites. You said the Clippers. And the okay. Bucks. That's, those uh-huh. are yours, right? You've got the six. Okay. Up and yeah. coming. Let me just say. You did say the same. Okay. Okay. So if once this trade market actually starts to to boom, what if there is a trade that needs to be made? What trade do you think your favorites would need to make to like further cement themselves as contenders? Oh, that I I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, I'm right now where I'm at in my head as far as the teams. That's where I'm at. Now, once that, like I said, once they start moving, and then, then I'm gonna be all messed up again. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you think um, we don't have to say a, a specific player's name, but do you think there's a need that your favorites need to start like looking at trades to address a need? Probably the Clippers could get a more defensive player. Mm-hmm. More. More yeah. defense. They have the best. Right. They have four of the best. Oh well, I guess four, a big. Four of the top fifteen. A, a, a big guy. Let me put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Center. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Boy, if we could have that guy from the Mavericks, we'd be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the you mean the Bucks or the Grizzlies? Obviously, we the right, Grizzlies. right. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's probably it. I I want to build. I want the Clippers to be really, really yeah, really mm-hmm, defensive mm-hmm. team. Locked right, down right. Yeah. And then uh, that's all I can think of right now. I mean, Memphis it is what it is. They rebuilding. I think um They rebuilding. That's all I can say about Memphis. They mm-hmm. rebuilding. Yeah. So for me, so my favorites this year, the Lakers. Mm. Um, I'm still cheering for Portland. Off to a rough start, but I'm still cheering for Portland. And I think, I think I picked the Seventy Sixers. No. No, you said Miami. I mm-hmm. did. I said that was one of my favorites. I don't know if that was a okay. contender. But, you know, I'll go with that. So, I think the Lakers will need to make a trade for another one more shooter. One more knockdown. Oh, goodness. Three-point shooter. It, is, is what has happened to the Warriors any indication or a sign to you? 
the Warriors didn't don't don't have two didn't have two tra- transcendent players. Or at least not the whole time. Maybe once KD got there. But that's I think they need one more knockdown shooter. Because at some point teams are gonna try to start doubling LeBron and doubling A D. So if you got another person out there who can just spot it up and knock down threes. Okay. Somebody who's clutch. Live by the three, die by the three. Uh if I mean I'd rather have somebody, a good shooter, take a wide-open three-pointer versus somebody trying to shoot out of a double team. (laughs) Okay. Granted, Anthony Davis is the one that can do it, but still, some shooting. Not even if it's not threes. We can get a a mid-range person who can knock down mid-range shots. I think they'll be good. Okay. Let's see. Um, The Trailblazers. I really want the Trailblazers to trade and of course there's been reports of this um I really want them to trade for Kevin Love do you not think that Kevin Love is on, his, is on the downside of his career I'm just asking the question I think he's dealt with a lot of injuries mm-hmm. the past couple of years so we haven't seen like I, I, I don't know 100% what to think of his game because he's been out so much mm-hmm. with injuries um but of course, Kevin Love is from Portland. Um, so there's reports out there saying that if he was traded, because of course the Cavs are opening op- are open to trading um, Kevin Love, that he would prefer to go to Portland. But I think Portland they need they need more offense. They just lost Rodney Hood. He tore his Achilles, and he was one of their you know scorers coming off the bench. But they need more offense. Yeah, they do. And I feel like having – they would be tough to guard. Wouldn't it be tough to guard to have Dane, C.J. McCollum, Melo, and Kevin Love out there all at the same time or coming in on some kind of rotation? I think that's the piece they need, especially while their center, um, Yosef, is still out, you know, coming back from his gruesome – Mm-hmm. Injury. So I think they need to make a trade. I think that's the piece. Like bringing in Hassan Whiteside, I don't think I think that was a great move for them to get better defensively. But to have another person who can knock down shots in big moments would be great to have on the on the squad. At least I think. Okay. Oh, Miami, Miami. What trades will Miami make? I you know, I don't I'm kinda okay with with the team as it is. Okay. Yeah. They've been playing well. Their rookies have stepped up to the plate. Um, Jimmy Butler's being Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. And we know, you know, when it gets to the end of the game and somebody needs a bucket, then we know where the ball is going and we know who's gonna go get the bucket. So I, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think, or at least in the East, I don't think there's other any. There's not another contender. Other, I do think the Bucks could make a trade to get another, another mm-hmm. jump shooter. They could. 
that would be my only thing for the Bucks is get another shooter out there because once teams start packing in the paint, well, at least once we get to the playoffs and teams start packing in the paint to kind of slow right. down Giannis, it would be nice to have somebody else out there to sh- to knock down shots. Because Giannis is becoming a better he, – his playmaking skills have increased well, that's a lot what you recently. wanted to see. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Um, so we'll do one more episode next week. And then the week of Christmas. Yeah, we're not. We won't be recording that. I'm just going to tell you all that now. Everybody needs to enjoy the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't be recording on Christmas Eve. No, thank you. <laughs> That's okay, Erica. No, thank you. Um, so, yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, you can follow us on our social media pages. We're Sideline WT Cooks on Twitter, um, Sideline with the Cooks Podcast on Facebook. You can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And you asked about this earlier before we started recording. If you want to leave us some feedback, yes. Leave it in the <laughs> in the post on Facebook or Twitter or Twitter. Yes, <laughs> we thought we'd let you know. Or <laughs> or you can or you can email us at sidelineswtcooks at gmail dot com. Thank you. That's fine. Thank too. you. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you so much, All everybody, right. for listening. Yes. And we do want Thanks your comments, your responses, anything. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk, guys. Talk to us. So, we do want that. Until next week. Yes. Everybody. Until everybody next week. Have a good sports week. All Bye. Right, bye. <laughs>